We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Road to Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's January 8th, it is 2024. We have a six-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast, joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, they're playing our music. What's happening, my friend? Nothing so much, brother. I am good. Trying to make sure we're staying good. I know we were having man, a, just a slight lag earlier, but hopefully everything is coming together for us. And if not, you're going to see me do something very interesting at the front end of this podcast so we don't have to deal with it at the back end. But I think, I think we're rolling. I think everything's good. And if not, trust me, we're going to get this thing fixed very quickly. Yeah, you're good on my end. YouTube chat will tell us if they're good on their end or not, but we should be good to go. We got a nice little six game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. We got the Dolphins game playing as we're recording, which everyone that has listened before knows I'm a huge Dolphins fan. So definitely paying attention and watching that game, but um, ready to, ready to talk some hoops. Glad that we get to come back here on a Monday and, open up and see a six game slate which is always nice so those are the those are the slates that i really like on mondays you know get us back in the back in the rhythm back in the groove here i was a little shocked that both the sites or i know DraftKings, i don't know about fanduel um added left the 10 30 game on the slate they've been taking off these like late games and it's like 
a two and a half hour break between the games and i was like oh well there, there's no way but both sites um looks like they're gonna leave that 10 30 game on there for us uh for this slate so let's jump in have some fun hope everyone had a fantastic weekend we get started here with chicago at charlotte we just saw this game the other day 216 and a half total chicago is six and a half point favorite Caruso questionable, Williams questionable, Craig out for Chicago, both Levine and Vooch probable. On the Charlotte side, Hayward, Nitlakina, PJ Washington, and Williams out. We'll start here with Chicago. I think the biggest thing here is like, do we assume that Vooch goes back in the starting lineup and plays 30 minutes? Um, do they keep him at the 25 minute limit? Is the question. Is there anybody viable with all these guys coming back? Um, what are your thoughts here on the Bulls? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, um, the Bulls are in a good spot. Um, but once again, like I think we've talked about, or as you mentioned, Stevie, you know, what are we going to do with Vooch? I think it's a big question now. Levine came back. Now, we did say we did see Kobe White play big minutes against Stevie, put up a nice performance, obviously. Um, you know, definitely looks like um, Levine. I mean, he played 30 minutes, Steve. So it's not like he played. 25 you know what i mean he played a, a, a normal or reasonable let me call it that reasonable complement of minutes you know the one guy that we said we probably didn't want to get in on was DeRozan, and you know he was there with 31 fantasy points now, that doesn't mean he can't come back and, and put up a nice performance but we talked about vooch vooch played 25 minutes 24 fantasy points i i'm going to assume just right out of the gate even if Vooch starts, he doesn't play 35 minutes. So that's kind of the approach I'm taking. I'm thinking even if he even if he plays just 30 minutes, maybe he has a hard cap of 30. Even if he starts, I don't think he gets to 34, 35. But I, I do think Drummond is now too expensive with Vooch back. I think Drummond's too expensive. I think with all the uncertainty with Vooch, I don't think you could touch him. Levine and White back, like Levine back, White playing well, tough to pay 7,800 for DeRozan. Um, I'm probably staying away from the Bulls in this spot. 
in large field tournaments, I don't, I mean, I'm probably going to play single entry stuff on this slate because I'm usually busy on Mondays. So um, it would probably be like a, if I was going to play anybody, Kobe White or Levine. Um, so Terry drew the start the other night, only played 21 minutes. Uh, if all these guys are out again, Patrick Williams and stuff, we could potentially see Terry play another 20 minute game. Um, if Patrick Williams, who's question one's upsetting, but I don't know if 20 minutes is enough, but it is a six game slate. We're not talking about a 15 game slate. So let's go to the Charlotte side of this game. Any interest here in the Hornets? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I was muted. That's but I caught it early. I caught it early. Um on the Charlotte side. On the Charlotte side, once again, I'm, I'm going back to Terry Rogier here, Stevie. This is a guy that while he's been been playing starters minutes, I mean he's been big time, only shot 29% from the field the other night, still put up 31 fantasy points, shot five for 17. Stevie, he gets anywhere near eight for 17, and one of those is a three-pointer. You know, we're talking about at seven points. Now we're now we're getting closer to 40. And uh, and this is a guy that's been able to score 25 to 30 points in, in some of these games. So I, I like Terry Rozier. I think he's a big-time player for us. And then when you look over the landscape of the Hornets uh, with Gordon Hayward out, now we've got P.J. Washington uh, – Who's, I think I think PJ's sitting as well. Is that correct? He's yeah. out. Yeah. PJ's sitting as well. Terry's gonna have to do Terry's gonna have to do a ton here. So I do kind of like Charlotte because we got some some guys that we can get. I don't hate Nick Richards. Nick Richards at 50, 5,700. feels pretty good to me on this slate, Stevie. I like him a ton. And then we've got, you know, possibly McGowan's. We've got Cody Martin who's gonna play big minutes. So some semi-value pieces here for Charlotte at home. Uh, like them, like them a good bit here. Yeah, so I like Cody Martin. Cody Martin's going to play thirty-five ish minutes in this game in a competitive game because of everyone being out, and yeah. he's just someone that will get a couple rebounds, maybe a steal or two, score a couple easy bat, bat you know, buckets. Um, so and has the ability to shoot threes. So I think Cody Martin at fifty-four hundred is solid value. We have a couple really good games on this slate. We have three three games with totals over 245. Um, so I, I'm lukewarm on this game for a reason. So, all right, moving on. We got Boston at Indiana taking on the Pacers. 244 total. Celtics a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Hauser's questionable. Porzingis is questionable. Tatum is questionable. And then on the Pacer side, Brown is questionable. Jackson's questionable. Numhard's questionable. So lucky for us this is a seven o'clock game. We'll get a lot of this news, you know, pre-lock. But Tatum and Porzingis both questionable. Ankle sprain for Tatum. 
and Porzingis, it was an eye injury, right? Um, where he didn't come back in the game. He only played like six minutes, was absolutely going to smash his rebounding prop. But um, what are your thoughts here on the Celtics? Oh, we might have lost. We might have lost Chief. Um, oh, oh ball- back. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, Damon. It's weird. Maybe it's the weather. I don't know. Um, I'm looking at my connection. Everything looks good. So um, if, if these guys, Stevie, we've seen this a couple of times here, Derek White is going to become, like, stupid good in this spot. And so for Derek White, I, I'd love to get get tons of him if he's out. If they all play, I'm still interested in Tatum. Um, if Tatum is out, then, of course, Jalen Brown is going to be a monster in this slate. Even for a guy like Al Horford, if both Tatum and Porzingis is out just because of the spot. But mainly, it would be um, White and and Jalen Brown for me. Yeah, Jalen Brown averaging 1.31 fantasy points per minute with Tatum and Porzingis off the floor. Derek White sees a 13.5% usage increase with these two guys off the floor. He has a 33% usage this season in 136 minutes, and he's averaging 1.34 fantasy points per minute. So Derek White and Jalen Brown would be the main two targets here if Tatum and Porzingis end up missing this game. If they both play, still a fantastic spot. You know, we know the Pacers, they don't play great defense. They play really fast. Um, so still, still a spot I think we want to attack um, just overall. So I think if the if they both play, I'm more likely to take some shots on like Tatum, but I still don't mind you know potentially taking some shots here on Jalen Brown with or without um, Tatum. So it'd be really interesting here to see what happens with the Boston side of this game, and then. Going to the Pacers side, you know, Halliburton continues just to be the main piece here. His assist rate is through the roof. I know the other night, really close game. They ended up um, having a a tough one. So I think think you could take some shots on Halliburton in large field tournaments. Um, And then potentially taking some shots on like, Miles Turner in large field tournaments. Seeing who's in and are out because if if the Pacers do end up um if the Pacers do end up missing like Brown, Jackson, and Numhard, we could see guys like Neesmith and Matherin play really solid minutes. Um, we saw Buddy Heald play 30 minutes the other night against the Celtics, actually played basketball for the first time, it felt like in a while. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Pacers, Will? Yeah, love that spot. Love this spot. Maybe last week where we didn't know what they were going to do with the minutes, but a couple of guys got ruled out, and suddenly that opened up opportunity uh, for guys to kind of get back in the rotation. Like he's a guy, guys from. 
All right, so Will's lagging. We're gonna see if he can get that fixed or not. Um, it's it's bad to the point where I'll just keep going here, and if he can get it fixed, he can get it fixed. Um, I know they're talking. They thank you, um, Paul, in chat too. But um, so yeah, I think overall we want to see how this guy, game kind of shapes up with injuries on both sides. Um, just overall, you know, especially. Especially the Celtics side, because it matters, I, I think, a little bit more. But, you know, if Bruce Brown were to end up sitting and Numhard were to end up sitting in this game, it's going to open up enough minutes where, you know, especially like Isaiah Jackson, too. Isaiah Jackson is a guy that plays anywhere from like 10 to 15 minutes a night, but maybe gives Turner that bump of like 32, 33, 34 minutes. Um, or they, you know, play Obi Toppin a little bit more, but. For me on the on the Pacer side, it, it's really just going to be targeting Halliburton, Turner, Matherin, and then potentially looking at some of these other pieces, especially if like Tatum and these guys sit and it opens up a little bit more uh, defensively. All right, up next, we got the Thunder heading to Washington to, to take on the Wizards. 246.5 total in this game. The Thunder, a 11.5 point favorite. Thunder is good to go as far as injuries on the Washington side. Shamit and Wright are both questionable. Not big time pieces um, on both sides. So should get full, pretty full strength game here. Obviously, we absolutely love picking on the Washington Wizards. Uh, it's one of the best spots in the NBA. We talk about this all the time. They play fast and they play very little defense. An amazing spot for SGA. You know, he's 10-4. He's one of the top plays on the slate. But this is one of those slates you definitely don't want to forget about a guy like Chet Holmgren. It's a really good spot for him. It's a really good spot for Jalen Williams. Um, if he's going to get that 35-minute close game type of role, he should absolutely crush Washington here. They're a really bad rebounding team in general. So I think this is a spot for the thunder we just want to pay up for the studs and I, I mean you could potentially take some shots on josh giddy his minutes are always the biggest question mark lou door is gonna play minutes um maybe he benefits from a matchup against a fast-paced team here um but yeah we got will back Will, you look like you're not lagging anymore, so we'll roll with it. Um, what do you like here for the Thunder? Yeah, man, interesting spot for sure, playing Washington. Definitely think these guys can, uh, can can have a nice game. I mean, if we're not playing SGA in this spot, Stevie, like when are we going to play SGA? Like he's 10-4. Uh, I, I think he could absolutely destroy this team. Washington is, is at home, so perhaps they could keep up. I will say this, Stevie, uh, as much as I – I'm kind of I'm kind of into Chet Holmgren in this spot because it's bad. I don't want to say bad. It's not bad. His rebounding numbers haven't really hit a lot this season, but this is a spot where he could really get off. So even though, you know, he's probably a little bit more expensive than he should be, I'm willing to take the risk on a six-game slate uh, against Washington. So hopefully – uh, he can get the job done. And then Jalen Williams in this spot, man, 7K. I don't like the fact that he's 7K, Stevie. God, I wish he was like 6,200 and it'd be much better. But all in all, definitely think this is a spot where um, 
OKC should be able to handle business, but SGA is one of the top tournament plays on the slate, hands down. Yeah, definitely like um, SGA. Like I said, I, I think he's one of I think he's one of the top plays on the slate as well. I'm with you a hundred percent on that. I mean, like you said, if you're not playing him in this matchup, when are you playing him? So, uh, Washington side, will any interest here in the Wizards? Uh, man. So here's the thing. We're, we're back down in the price range, Stevie, where I think Daniel Gafford needs to start getting played again. He's 5,700. Like, we've seen him put up some monster games, so I like that. Kyle Kuzma, 75. I, I think you can still play him at that price. Jordan Poole, 5,600, Stevie. Uh, doesn't feel good. But as the price continues to decrease, I think we can continue to consider playing him. Why is Denny 6,400? I have no clue. Well, no, I do have a clue, Stevie. 52, 40, and 49. Three of the last four games, he's been close to 50 fantasy points. I mean, excuse me, oh, 40 or more fantasy points. So his price hasn't kind of plummeted like the rest. If he was 5,500 today, I'd be very interested. Um, so I'm going to let him sit on the shelf. But I, I definitely think Gafford and, uh, and Kuzma actually pretty good place today. Yeah, I think Gafford's price back under 6K. I think this is the spot we want to kind of jump on jump on Gafford. Because, like, we talk about how bad Washington is rebounding all the time. But I think the thing we forget is, like, the Thunder are a really bad rebounding team, too. Um, yeah, these are, exactly. This is two of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA. So I think this is a, a good spot for Gafford to potentially get you like that that cheap double double, you know, that, that like 12, 10 type double double, um, add a couple blocks or steals in there and you're off to the races at 5,700. So like the Gafford call, <laughs> I, I think like I am, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm almost pot committed on Jordan pool where <laughs> I'm just going to play him now. He's so cheap that I'm going to wait and try to get that like 40, 50 point game. But I don't know. He's been he's been really bad. Nothing like what we expected from Jordan Poole this year when him coming over to this Washington team. I think Tyus Jones is super interesting if you're going to take a large field tournament play. I think it's Jones or Gafford here on the Washington side. We got Houston heading to Miami. 217.5 total here. The Heat, a four-point favorite. Brooks and Eason out for Houston. Butler out. Caleb Martin, doubtful for Miami. We'll start here with Houston. No Easton, no Brooks. We have seen in this like scenario that like Jalen Green ends up getting up more shots. I think we could see someone maybe like a Cam Whitmore, maybe a Jeff Green play extra minutes here. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Rockets? Yeah, I think uh, I, I don't hate the Cam Whitmore call. I'm I'm still okay with playing Amen Thompson at 3,900 in hopes that he could just you know kind of get the 20 minutes, Stevie. And I think if he got the 20, like he could be he could be valuable. Um, obviously, you know Van Vliet is is continuing, Stevie, to just play all the minutes he can handle at 8K. He's actually probably a really good tournament play when you look at Alperin Sengun, um, He's another guy that could that could be okay in this spot as well. Um, but I think the main guy here with Tari Eason and, and the, Jabari Smith just played. He played 40 minutes against Milwaukee. I think he's going to play big minutes here. 
And uh, I so I, I like him a ton for tournaments. Jabari Smith is at sixty six hundred. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that. Um because like his minutes are definitely secure with Eason and Brooks out. Like if he can handle 40 minutes, he's gonna get it. Um if this game stays close, definitely as well. So uh don't mind that call. I think like in a in the prop world, I don't mind looking at Jalen Green's um three point prop here. You know, maybe yeah. maybe one and a half, maybe two and a half. I don't know. It depends on like how much juice you'd have to pay at two and a half um, here. And like he's been hitting it consistently. Tough matchup against Miami. So I, I think I wanted at one and a half or two and a half. I don't think I'd play it um, if it gets over that. Miami side, no Butler, Martin doubtful. We've seen from time to time Kevin Love get some big minutes here. We know what we're getting out of Bam and, and Tyler Hero. What do you like here for Miami? Um, I, I think it's just – it's probably kind of just Bam for me. Well, and Hero's down to 7,900, which isn't, which isn't bad. But, you know, Houston has been a fairly good uh, defensive team. Duncan Robinson has been a guy who kind of takes some shots on the fantasy production. hasn't quite been there. But I mean, if he's if he scored, he's hitting those threes, then the fantasy points tend to uh, tend to pile up there a bit. Um, another guy here that I've considered, Josh Richardson, especially with you know some of these injuries they've seen, Stevie, and then with Caleb Martin out, that's the big one that's that's allowed him to just kind of really pick up a few more minutes. So I think he gets thirty minutes in this game at forty six hundred. Uh, I like him quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I, I do want to like. Do we think Highsmith gets twenty, twenty-five minutes here? Like he, he was playing solid minutes from time to time, but now, like with Martin Doubtful and Butler out, Highsmith coming back from a concussion, we assume that like his minutes shouldn't be really on a restriction. Like, do we think Highsmith plays twenty, twenty-five minutes here at four K? Um, he probably does. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would assume he does because he was playing minutes before, so I don't see why suddenly he would just fall out of the rotation. Yeah, and I, I just I think he's someone you could take some large field tournament shots on. The Bills just ran a punt back for a touchdown. Are you kidding me? Utah at Milwaukee, 247 total in this game. The Bucks, a 12-point favorite. Utah's injury report looks clean. And then on the Bucks side, Crowder's out and Lillard out. Um, so let's start here with Utah first. What do we like here on the Utah side? Should be an interesting spot here for Utah, Stevie. Prices are starting to come down for these Utah guys because – they seem committed to playing all these guys in the mid twenties, maybe outside of marketing, Stevie, like marketing and maybe, maybe Clarkson sometimes, but most of these guys played in the mid twenties. I just, or mid to upper twenties. I don't mind Kessler, but I mean, his minutes got chopped past couple guys. It's just, it's just a big cluster here, Stevie, of bad stuff happening. Lori marketing, maybe, maybe, Maybe Clarkson, maybe Sexton. I mean, John Collins is up to fifty-two hundred, maybe, but it's too many maybes. I, th- I think marketing and, and, and 
Clarkson Sexton's probably where I have to draw the line with this team. Tough team to figure out, and it doesn't help that they've just not been playing good basketball. Um, I know they beat yeah. Philly the other night, but I'll keep talking about it. I love this new six-man role for Jordan Clarkson. Um, checks in early, ends both halves, usually stays on the floor, getting more usage with guys like Kessler and Keontae George on the floor with him. So I kind of like Clarkson way more coming off the bench than I did when he was starting. I think Marketin probably still your highest ceiling player here, which is overall. And, I mean, in tournaments, I think you could take shots on Clarkson and Sexton. The rest of it, the rest of these guys, though, I mean, the minutes just are all over the place just in general. So I don't think I want to play really anybody else. Um, if I was going to play somebody else, maybe Fontecchio. But I think this is a Clarkson or Sexton type of game. Um Marking and always someone that can have upside. Like I said, I think he's the highest ceiling guy here. Going to the Bucks side, no Dame. Giannis averages 1.71 fantasy points per minute when Dame's off the floor this season. Chris Middleton sees a 7% usage bump when Dame's off the floor this season. Talk to me here on these Bucks. They get a fantastic defensive matchup against Utah. What do we like here from Milwaukee? Yeah, man. Uh, love the Bucks in this spot, Stevie. Um, love Giannis. He's probably – no, excuse me. There's no probably. Between him and um, and SGA, like, these are the two studs on the slate. You need to pay for one or both, Stevie. Like, that. The, all spots aren't cre- created equal. Giannis should feast in this spot here. Uh, with Damian Lillard out, Stevie, like, what is that going to do for a guy like Malik Beasley? To open up some of his score and possibly, you know, a couple threes out of the corner. So I don't, I don't hate Malik Beasley as long as he gets, as long as we feel like he's going to get the minutes. Um, obviously, Chris Middleton had already been starting to play much better. Stevie I had already seen the minutes creep up into the, the mid twenties. This could open it up for him to, to pick up some more scoring. I like Bobby Portis off the bench here, Stevie at fifty four hundred, a guy that can come in and be a little microwave for them with no Dane. You know, because they were they were kind of staggering Damian Giannis a little bit. No, they don't have that stagger function for this game, Stevie. I like Bobby Portis at fifty four hundred. You know, you got to pick your spots with him, but I think this is a good spot for him. And I also don't hate Brook Lopez at six k. Uh, if he's going to get thirty ish minutes, and he should, uh, perhaps that impacts him as well. So this is a spot where we're kind of going back almost to last year's Milwaukee. And love Dave. I think this team is going to be fine but not having him on the floor is going to open it up for all of these guys. So you had a question from Derek in chat on who do we think is going to run the point? I think Andre Jackson is going to run the point and draw the start in this game. Um, that is who I think is going to start for the Bucks at 3,100. I think he's going to potentially be one of the chalkiest plays on the slate. Um, so that's who I think is going to start at the point. I wouldn't be shocked if they used Connington, but like I I find that Connington in the past hasn't been the best like point. Let's just be honest. Giannis is gonna have the ball in his hands a lot. Um, so it doesn't matter who starts at point, he's gonna crush in this game. So he's one of the top plays on the slate. Love the Portis call. Um in, in tournaments here, I, I think I think you're taking some shots on Jackson. Um, because I really do think he ends up starting this game and playing twenty five to thirty minutes at 
at just almost minimum salary against one of the worst defenses, probably a little blowout proof as well. So, um, yeah, I think Andre Jackson potentially draws the start here. Maybe Middleton plays a little point, but I, I mean, he hasn't had to handle the ball at like point in a while. So we'll see how we'll see what the Bucks starting lineup looks like. Do you have thoughts on who you think a start at the point here? I'm with you on on uh, on on Washington, but I I feel like it might be some type of shared system between him, uh, maybe some point Giannis and some point Middleton. But I, I I'm with you on Washington. I, I think he's probably primary. I mean, not Washington Jackson. I'm sorry. Excuse me, Jackson, 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 action, Jackson. All right. Last game on the slate, we got Phoenix at LA taking on the Clippers. No total in this game because it's a back-to-back for both these teams. It's a two-and-a-half-hour gap between this game and the Milwaukee game. And both these teams are on a back-to-back. Like I said, a um, lot of question marks here. Obviously, we don't have an injury report for either one of these teams. Um, we know that Katie was on a minutes limit for Sunday's game, or supposedly I didn't, I haven't actually checked and see if they played him big minutes or not. Um, uh, let's see, he played thirty six minutes, so that's that's Phoenix's minutes limit, thirty six minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if he plays the second end of a back to back or not, but they really didn't kind of say. So let's talk. Phoenix first, and then we'll talk about Kawhi and the Clippers situation. Yeah, man, uh, I I don't know if they're going to sit him either, Stevie, but it feels like they should, right? Like, you know, kind of just coming back, I I think they should sit him. But you know, uh, what do I know? Um, I'm I'm just I'm just <laughs> here so I don't get fined. I'm, I'm kidding, but ninety seven hundred either way. I, I don't think I want to play Durant in this spot. Um, Clippers have been really good defensively here down the stretch. Just been playing really good basketball, Stephen. Like like we talked about, kind of figured it out. Um, if Kawhi is out, maybe I feel a little bit differently about Phoenix. Um, but if all all three of these guys are going to play between Booker, Beal, and KD, I'm at the point where I don't have interest in any of them, Stevie, and that includes the rest of the team because now the rest of the team doesn't have any value either. Yeah, I want to see what the injury situation looks like. Um, I don't think this game will have like a 240 total like some of the other games that we have on the slate. So if everybody plays, I think the pricing is kind of right. Um, if KD sits, maybe that's where you're potentially taking some some shots here. Um, like Bull Bull, he sprained his ankle the other night. So like Matu would probably have to play 2025 plus in that range type of minutes if KD sits. So we'll see how that works out. We'll see what the injury report looks like for Phoenix. And I'm going to say the same thing on the Clippers side. Kawhi has played a back-to-back this season. I didn't find any reports um, saying that he was going to miss this game or anybody was going to miss this game. Uh, talk to me here. What are your thoughts on the Clippers? Uh, I, I would absolutely have a little bit more interest in the Clippers side. Harden 8,700, and this is something else we've talked about as well. Like, I know Harden only put up 31 against the, the Pelicans, but, you know, Harden has shown some upside in this offense when starting. So between Harden, now we got Kawhi at 9K, Stevie, but Kawhi's earned it. You know, he's had some performances where he's been over 50 and has been consistently turning out 40s. 
Uh, I still think I'd have a little bit more interest in James Harden and Kawhi, but I think it's both of those guys. I don't hate Paul George in this spot, but once again, Stevie, I do still feel like he's the odd man out uh, unless he picks up a fair amount of peripheral stats, um, and that's including steals and blocks. He would need some, I think, to help him get there. He's going to have some games this season where he goes nuclear. Uh, it could be this game, but generally speaking, I think it's the Kawhi and uh, and James Harden show. And now Norman Powell, Steve, he was just 4,600 the other day. Now he's priced back up to 50. They've just taken away that value. So kind of just Kawhi and, uh, and, and Harden for me here. If Kawhi ends up sitting in this game or any of the big three sit, I think you could play the other ones that are playing. Um, I also I think that if one of them sit, this is a spot we could play like Pal or Coffee or Man for some value but i mean if you don't get this news early in the day there's such a huge gap it's really hard to build with question marks when you have a solo game two and a half hours between when the you know the the game before that locks so tough spot on the the dfs side for this game unless we get some news early in the day and hopefully we get some news early in the day all right, well, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here so I can go tilt watching the end of my the Dolphins game here. I can't believe they just let them run back a touchdown. Um, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got? Um, this is an inter- interesting one, Stevie, but I'm going to go with the guy that I think is going to get the minutes. Give me Josh Richardson at 4,600. Yeah, don't mind it. Oh, I kind of already said mine when we were talking about the Bucks, but give me Andre Jackson here at 3,100. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Uh, give me Kevin Durant, 9,700. I'm going to go Booker. I mean, just even if Durant ends yeah. up sitting um, – I just know that I'm probably getting to Booker or Durant or these guys a lot less than I'm getting to Halliburton, SGA, and Giannis. Yeah. Favorite 6X play? Um, I'm trying not to cheat here, Stevie, but I, I think it's Giannis, man. Like, Gosh, he, he's going to crush this spot. I was stuck between him and another big gun, but I'm, I'm going to go with Giannis against Utah. Yeah, I assume that other big gun, um, probably SGA. Yep. Really like the spot. <laughs> really like this spot, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go a little off the board here today and, and say Josh Giddy gets six X. Yeah. Uh, let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Going back to it. Give me my boy, Scary Terry, Terry Rozier. Going with the hometown today. I'm going to go kind of off the board today and go Brooke Lopez. No Dame. I think that yeah. we could see a little bit more opportunity for a guy like Brooke Lopez. So give me Brooke Lopez as my let's get rid of GPP play of the day. Any pick em plays, props, or bets that you like here on this slate? Um, man, give me um if miles turner comes in at anywhere between six and a half and seven and a half rebounds give me the under 
Not up yet. Oh, six and a half on prize packs, but I didn't see yep. his prop up on Sportsbook yet. So, yep, give me the under. Uh, on I know this is not up on prize picks yet, but I'd bet this already. Jalen Williams over 25 and a half points, rebound, assists. Love the matchup against Washington. Hopefully, the game can stay close. I know he. Ran bad with some bets um, to finish the week out last week with some blowout games. But hopefully this game can stay close. He's gone over this number in three of the last five games and gets a fantastic matchup here against Washington. So Jalen Williams for the Thunder. I also like if you wanted to pair Will's um, Miles Turner, you could go less or more than 17 and a half points and rebounds for Gafford on prize picks. Um, I think that this is a really strong spot for Gafford. So, Will, that's going to wrap us up for Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.